We are live on YouTube. What is going on? Hey. <laughs> you doing the gritty, Charlie? Doing the gritty. Nice. We want to make sure to uh, thank our sponsors, RX Smart Gear and Mobility Movement. And I'm going to put up a little banner here at the bottom where you can see our discount codes. Make sure to go to rxmarkgear.com. My internet must be bad because I can't hear anything. Choppy. Mm. Yeah. I appreciate you ruining our intro. Yeah. Your nonsense. So go to rxmarkgear.com. Use the code Clydesdale15. Uh, you'll get 15% off your order. That's everything except for new releases and special editions. Um, in addition to that, we have Mobility Movement, uh, the most complete mobility and restoration and rehabilitation program out there. Uh, make sure you go to mobilitymovement.com. Use the code Clydesdale20 to get 20% off your first six-month subscription. And Amy keeps coming in and out of good cell service, so we'll get her when we can get her. So, Amy, uh, where, where are you off to? I Apparently, she's off to Dublin I'm where there's no cell service. To I'm going to answer <laughs> for her. She's going to the gym. I'm going to do, I'm going to do the complex one first, the CrossFit total. So we, we have not even discussed what the workouts are. Oh, okay. Which I don't even know. Cause I have been working diligently on my day job today. Good for you. Do you okay. guys know where, how similar are they to the individuals? Well, uh, they're, they're pretty different. Okay. Yes. First is that a good thing is, or a bad thing? I'm okay with, with them. Uh, the first <coughs> workout is uh, three rounds for time of 20 toes to bar and 20 dumbbell snatches at 50 pounds. 10-minute time cap. So I'm definitely, Yeah, I'm definitely capping out on that one. Um, that one will wear me out a bunch. Uh, I can do 50-pound dumbbell snatch, but I, I will be worn out for sure. And then the second workout is a chipper that has a shit ton of bar facing burpees. And by a shit ton, I mean 90. Okay. It goes so, down from 50 to 10. Yeah. So it starts with a um, 50 overhead squats. Um, I think at 65 for females. 95 for men. Yeah. Yep. And then 40 bar facing burpees. Then... Back Three, rack walking back lunges. Rack. Oh, back rack walking lunges. Yeah. Then more bar facing burpees. Then, then cleans. Yep. Cleans. Bar facing burpees. Pistols. Um, and uh, 10 ring muscle ups. And there's a 20 minute cap for that. I will also be hitting that cap. No, you're going to be getting your first 10 muscle ups. It's yeah, not like that. Okay. It's not that part I'm worried about. It's the 90 bar facing burpees that I'm worried about. Okay. Mm -hmm. Workout yeah. three. Uh, workout three, I think, is the one rope climb and 
then shuttle runs, and then two rope climbs, shuttle runs. It's like a 10-minute AMRAP um, increasing in uh, rope climbs and shuttle runs. Yeah, rope climb by one, shuttle runs by two. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And they are down and back is one. Got it. Got it. I'm making sure you standards. know. Got the standards right here. Um, and then workout four is the CrossFit total. Which is? Which is uh, one rep, well, your, your total of deadlift, max deadlift, max uh, press, and max back squat. Mm-hmm. 30 minutes to do that. And then the last workout, ooh, um, I think it's three rounds for time again. Yep. It is. Okay, and it's 50 calories on the rower, 15 handstand push-ups, and 50 double-unders. Hmm. Are we going around the world this year, or? Um, I, I, I do. I mean, I tend to go around the world. Um, so we'll see. I will say, um, ever since she's got her new RX Smart Gear rope, she has done a lot better with her dubs. Yeah. Awesome. I'm going to tell you, listen to this. This is a true story. That uh, a couple weekends ago, I did a competition with some girls from the gym, one of them being Charlie's wife. And we had a very small space that we had to do our, um, like, kind of rotation in our workout. And so because we wanted to just kind of minimize the amount of extra stuff we had there, Lisa was like, hey, borrow my jump rope. And so we, I borrowed her jump rope, and I tripped up more times using somebody else's rope than I ever have before. So it was not an RX Mark Air rope. There you go. Um, so which ones are you attacking today? And for our listeners, so that they know, Amy has plans this weekend. So it is busting out what she can tonight and then what she has to do on Sunday. No, I'm going to do two tomorrow. Okay. She changed her plans. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think I'm going to do, I'm going to go in and warm up and do the CrossFit total one first while I'm more fresh. Then I'm going to hit the chipper, so workout number two. And then um, hit the toes to bar and dumbbell snatch after that. And those will be tomorrow? That's, no, those, those three tonight. Okay. So three and tonight, then, two tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. call it a weekend and then go run a marathon like James Newberry. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to run a marathon, but I'm going to go hiking all weekend. So there is that. You're going to do a bourbon trail. That kind of marathon. No. No. Not, no. Maybe a box wine marathon. Oh. Uh, put it in your ruck pack. A little camelback of Malbec. There you go. Malbec it up. Uh, with the workouts. I mean, nothing seems, I mean, I can't really do ring muscle-ups, but that's even if I get there, you know, I can work on attempting to get there, but everything else seems pretty doable. Um, so, we'll see. Agreed. Yeah, I don't see anything crazy in here that's, as a master's yeah, athlete, scary, you, couldn't, you could be like, I'm just going to stare at this. 
Yeah. So do you think there's enough in there to separate the best from the just really good? No. That was my initial thought too, Charlie. The weight's not crazy. I mean, your your complex thing is going to put a weird person up there, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, the overhead squat one is just, can you move it? Yeah. The rope, the rope one's kind of silly to me, but you're just running quickly. Yeah. Upper rope. Yeah, yeah that- I just find the test kind of, I mean, kind of like an open. You know, like a harder open here. Seems like a throwaway. Where's the high skill movement? Other than the muscle up. Did did I see high I don't remember handstand push ups or Yeah, they're in there. They are? Yeah. And there's a pistols. Twenty pistols. Uh five has the is it five? So Andrew Sten, and I, as you can see now, we can pop the comments up on the screen, says that the semis are for that separation now. And that is true. Unlike last year, yeah. there is one more stage before we get to the CrossFit Games. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting. I mean, I don't know. It's just, I'm trying to, yeah, it's a new format. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I, I guess I'm just a little bit surprised because you are to the top 10%. The individuals gets way harder. I didn't think, I don't think this one got way harder from the open. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see who's at the top. See if it's a normal cast of characters. Um, good luck this weekend, Amy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to next week hearing how it all went. I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost Jamie. Yep. Okay, sorry. I was going to say, I almost messaged you to say, can I borrow your, your leg booties again for the weekend? But uh, I think I think I'll be okay. What other skills would you put in there? Good question. So I think tendering muscle-ups is, is pretty light. Um, uh, there's no bar muscle ups. There's no chest to bar pull ups. Um, I don't know. Handstand walking. Just, just some things off the top of my head. I'm not, I'm not like mad at this. I'm, I'm not mad at this, Andrew. I'm just, just throwing it out there. Just it. I expected it to be just a little more little heavier weight um, on some areas, maybe not across the board, but just like one where the weight got a little heavy. Um, but I, I do get your point that the semifinals now for the age groups uh, make a difference. And there's one more place to separate. Hey, what you look at like. What was that? Do we know if, um, what does, information i want to know about the levels but like what is 
quarterfinals have to do with the levels? Like, if I don't submit all the scores, does that change my level? There has been nothing, nothing put out about the levels. So that is, um, that's a little bit of a, an unknown. I think you are already at your level right now. And the only thing that can happen is it get higher. They can't take that away from you. So you are at level eight, Riki. And they can't take away my level one. <laughs> it only goes so, up from there, buddy. So we we all wish Amy the best of luck this weekend as she's going through another dead zone in Dublin where they're not allowed to put cell towers higher than the height of a car. Um, so anyway, um, it's been pretty much a shit show this week um, around the CrossFit space. Um, so, Charlie, you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, the big The big news was I think we woke up Tuesday morning mm -hmm. and four people were moved from Atlas games to gr three to granite, granite one to Mac. Mm -hmm. uh, one of those being the number one seed, uh, Mal O'Brien. And uh, there has been a lot of reaction to that. In addition to that, uh, I was talking to Snorri Barone last night. Um, about the four top seeded men in the Asian semifinal who all are residing in the United States currently and are at risk if they leave this country, it may not be allowed back in. One of those, a, a person who moved over here as a child, has lived here his whole life, and he is a, I hope I get this right, a DECA a DECA person who, if they leave the country, loses all of his um, authority to come back in the United States. Those people have not been moved to any other semifinal. Um, and we, a lot of people were talking about the balance of power shifting from the Atlas Games to the Granite Games because of Mao's move, and that that is a very hard read or semi-founder to get out of now, but you take the top four men out of the Asian region that really shifts a major amount of power out of that region right now. Any thoughts on all of that? Amy? I'm just waiting to hear back. I want to hear some, some more responses about, like CrossFit about why this all happened and and what's their what's their thinking what's their rationale for this? Well, I doubt you're going to get anything soon, but I think it's I think it's if you're trying to find the fittest, I don't think we're going about it the right way. Obviously, I mean, if you take those four guys out and I decide to go to Asia and make it to CrossFit Games, clearly that's not a good representation of I'm not saying that whoever goes isn't <coughs> but 
Um, and then on the other side, you know, you got to, you know, in some sense, you got to be who's in front of you. But you, you know, there has to be kind of a kind of a balance of, of if you're wanting to get the certain fittest in on how that needs to be done. So I think it's, and it's more about communication. You know, we've had conversations with people who have said they've heard nothing from from anyone and they've asked questions about it. Yeah, my my biggest complaint is that all of these were known issues um, coming into the semifinals. Why is CrossFit waiting till after the seating to make any adjustments? That could have been done. That could have been done before they seated people. And then there's less of an uproar because it doesn't look as shady. The other people I feel sorry for are people like Fisa Gaffey and Amanda Barnhart, who last year went to the Mac. Tia gets moved from Oceana to the Mac. Essentially takes away a spot from that semifinal. Those same two participants are at the Granite Games. And now the number one seed's being moved into their semifinal again essentially theoretically taking away another spot um, from the people who are already there. And all that to say that that is all about a fairness thing. The other, the other, the four gentlemen, it is a way of life that could be removed from them. Um, and it's a much bigger deal for them than it would be for um, the people here in North America. Mm-hmm. So, and then I was also told that pri- pretty much those four men have been told that the solution to the problem is um, that those four men would be given an automatic bid to the last chance qualifier. But that doesn't solve the problem that the four best are not in Asia to compete. And it lumps them in with all of the sixth, seventh, eighth, or wherever they are, the, the next three to, to not qualify in every semi to compete against them. Oh, all the ladies in the car. It's shocking. You two are in the car and you both have green sweatshirts on. Hi, guys. Can you hear me okay? Uh, a little soft, but we can hear you. Um, I had a point. So uh, why not give Annika uh, an invite to the last chance qualifier? I have no idea. Well, None of this makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think I think the Annika thing is is over. Like that's not. I just don't think there's a way to get her in there, but it sucks. Um, Scott, you mentioned that um, you were talking about the guy, uh, Dennis, right? Lives in LA and is from some Eastern European country that can't travel. It's an Eastern country that gets back in. Um, Correct. My question is, has he, I mean, we knew what these rules were. 
when the season started, right? We knew that everything was going to be based on your country of citizenship and that you were most likely going to have to go to your semifinal in your region. And I'm wondering, did he ever reach out to CrossFit from the very beginning to sort of alert them to this potential issue? And I don't know the answer to that, but I would hope so. I would hope that for these people that are now coming forward and and having issues with it, I would hope that they would have gone to them in, in the first place to, to sort of raise the awareness. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't know if you heard, I talked to Snorri last night. Yeah, I heard that. Um, and I don't know that they, I know that they have talked to CrossFit about this situation and that CrossFit has known about it okay. before now. But I don't know how early in the process that happened. Got it. It's just, it's, the thing that makes it look really bad to me is that last year they made an exception for Tia, who happened to be the top athlete going into semifinals. And then this year they're sort of making, it, making a change for now. But like no one else is getting any kind of accommodation. Um, or at least there are still people that aren't being accommodated that we know about. And so that's just what leads to a bad taste in my mouth. It's like, you can do it for some people, but not for everybody. And I think they, they've got to realize what a mess this would become if they did accommodate everybody. And it's like, at this point, what do they, what do they do? And I don't have an answer. I'm just like, they're in a really bad spot. And I'm not saying it's definitely self-inflicted, <laughs> but it's messy. Well, the toothpaste is out of the tube at this point. This yeah, should have been done prior to the seating of the semis. Looked at all yep. the exceptions, what they were going to approve, what they weren't going to approve, and have all that sorted out before they announced who was going to what what semifinal. Now, Andrew at one point said that Boz was on TEF and gave an explanation. I have not had the opportunity uh, to watch that yet, um, but I definitely will do that as soon as we're off the air here, just to kind of see what, what Boz said to that. But um, just to let you know, we had, uh, we had Kelly Stone, Charlie and I interviewed her this morning, and she's a Granite Games participant. And she's one of those athletes. She finished eighth at the West Coast Classic last year in a very stacked division. She has the opportunity to make the games. This affects her. She has run. She said she's gone through the five stages of grief this week with this announcement alone. And what that means and, and how it's out of her control. She's going to have to do the best she can do. But it, it definitely affected her. And she actually reached out to CrossFit and said she doesn't didn't have a problem going to Canada, and that if they needed her to go instead of someone, someone else, she, she would, would be, be glad, glad to, do, to so. do so. We're getting, We're getting some, some feedback, feedback from, from your cat, cat as you're, as you're coming, coming off, off Bluetooth. Bluetooth. So anyway, um, she, she's made those statements and, uh, I'm going to clip that, 
uh, and post it up on our YouTube channel this weekend. Uh, just so you can see what it's like as being one of the other participants in these semifinals and what how that feels. It's a perspective that I don't think anybody is uh, given yet. Yeah. Any other things going on this week that we want to chat about? Anybody out there? We're getting a lot of participation. Um, I know that uh, Gershwin asked if they're still only giving two spots at last chance. Uh, Dave chimed in that, yes, two spots uh, for L last chance qualifier. And I that's as far as I know as well. Um, I haven't heard any different, but things have changed a lot in a do. couple of days. Right, as of right now. <laughs> Until you actually see people on the podium and they say, here's who's going. Yep. You yeah. never know. Well, yeah, it's you didn't crazy. really qualify. This isn't the last chance. This is the last, last chance to qualify. <laughs> and, and I think that's what, when we were talking to Kelly today, Every year, the exceptions have been made for like the number one seed. So it gives this view of if you are named so-and-so, you're going to be giving given more benefit of the doubt than somebody else. They should just let you go to the games and just be done with it. Yeah, there's a lot of inequity there. It just doesn't seem fair. Yeah. It's been a crazy week. Because like, really, if they didn't, like if Tia got fourth randomly, they're just going to not let her in the games? Not going to happen. Oh, you mean at, in tor at the Touring Pro, you mean? Yeah. I don't know. She gets sick from something. Kangaroo fights her or something. Did we... Did we talk about Sam Briggs going, getting into the uh, strength and depth? Nope. All we got was uh, age group workouts and the shit show. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to fix my thing here. Hold on. Oop. Mm, this fancy place. I know. Sorry. Here. That's a little better. Um. I, yeah, I think that's really cool for Sam Briggs. I mean, this was the year that she was going to retire anyway. So I'm just curious to see if she will um, decide to go Masters or not. Yeah, I think she wants that open division uh, for her 40th birthday. and But I yeah, don't know. going to have to take a hard look at who's going to that semifinal and you know sort of dig deep and figure out if that's in the cards for her or not and she got struck in heavy depth, right uh, sorry think, charlie i know i'm saying if there's no heavy workouts i don't see why she couldn't yeah yeah i agree about the regional model i mean i know everyone's like oh they're not going to bring regionals back and i get it they're not going to bring regionals back in the way that they used to be regionals where crossfit ran them and you know, had to pay for them and all that kind of stuff. But if you have enough of these, um, you know, enough of these event organizers across the country and across the world really willing to have these events, it should be sort of just a, um, 
uh, a localized type of a thing based on where you live and train, just like the teams where you talk about, you know, if you're a part of the affiliate cup, you have to, you know, train 90% or whatever the number is at that affiliate. It should just be one of those things where if you spend X amount percentage of time during the season at, in this one place, or if you can prove some kind of residency or, you know, training or whatnot, that that's where you should be able to compete. Let yeah. people around like they used to do. The, the model's fine. Just take away the citizenship requirement. Right. And just ba base it on where you live. Right. Residence. Yeah, there was nothing wrong with that. I think they were trying to make it this Olympic style, style event where mm -hmm. people marched in with their flags and everything. But in the process, it's become so convoluted to try to do that, especially right. with a worldwide pandemic, wars going on that you can't control. You know, you have to, you have to, you have to take a step back and say, this is not good for the sport. The only way we grow is to have the best people possible there. Right. Let's open it back up the way we used to. Yeah. And you can still, you can still represent your country. Like I, that's the other part. Like I remember when, um, when Katrin competed in the Northeastern regional, she had an American flag next to her name, like because she was in an American regional, but like, why can't she just be Icelandic and be in this region? Like yeah, because she draped an Icelandic flag over her sure did. shoulders when she won. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't, you can, they're not mutual, mutually exclusive. You know, the region you compete in and, the, and your country of citizenship shouldn't be one or the other. Right. Right. I did yeah. put out some polls. Um, about on our YouTube community page. Um, and one of those was with the Mal O'Brien situation. And I didn't call it that it was the four people moved. Was that the right thing to do? CrossFit needs to do better or wait, what happened? And it was a majority of CrossFit needs to do better. Yeah. There were more, wait, what happened? Than <laughs> uh, that it was a good thing. <laughs> so more people didn't even know what happened then thought yep. it was a good thing that, that it happened. Um, I also put out is are all three mayhem teams going to make the games? And that was a narrow margin of yes. Yeah, most likely. Well, what happened with their third team? Did they get a new person? I don't think so. So they haven't been. Why would they need one? So mayhem justice. Is it justice? Yes. The, um, one of their um, competitors, I guess, wasn't living within allegedly, the, right? Allegedly, not didn't meet the criteria to be on the team, and she accepted an individual invitation to a semifinal. So, what happens? Yeah. Did they take? I guess they have an alternate. So, Taylor took an individual spot to a semifinal because the team's leaderboard is still not final. Okay, so. They can, are they allowed to rescind? Yes. Got it. But the speculation is that she took that invite. I don't know. Are, are there alternates to teams right now? I don't know. That all confuses me. I know last year that Invictus was, was able to switch out people late. Going into the semifinals. Yeah. 
right? They did it even from the, the semifinals to the games. Now it was before the one guy tested positive <laughs> and they yeah. got eliminated, right. but they did, they did switch someone in prior <laughs> to that happening. Okay. And it was actually, I think it was a female that tested positive, wasn't it? It was a male. Oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. So, so whatever happened to Ellie? <laughs> Dude, you keep asking, nobody's telling. Oh, Ellie Cabord, yeah. I don't because know. That's, the, that's she really was the same year as Ricky, right? Yeah. Um, Ricky's able to compete, but she's she was not fit I, anymore? Year after Ricky, I think. She was 2018. She was she was actually the first year of um, uh, sanctionals, so 2019. Yep. So she has another year. Yeah, and I haven't or seen two. I haven't seen her much on the Mayhem channel lately. She does the Mayhem thirty. Does she still? Yeah, the last couple I've looked at, it was her. Okay, I was disappointed that she didn't keep in touch with everybody because she was very genuine and seemed um, very steadfast in her belief of what her deal was and. She promised that she was going to come out with all this information that was going to help other athletes in the event, you know, once everything was sort of when the investigation or appeal was complete and she never did. And that was disappointing to me. Agreed. Maybe she didn't have any information. Yeah, but then she should have come back and said that. I, you know, I, I really enjoyed her um, watching her train and seeing her succeed and you know, supporting her at during that time, you know, and wanting to believe her and everything else. And so the fact that she put that out there and then didn't really follow up just kind of sours that a little bit for me. Yeah. Well, guys, we are past the half hour mark. I know it's been a busy day for a lot of us. So I'm going to go watch that TEF and see what boss says. I'm not optimistic that it's going to be something that is going to quench my distaste for everything that's gone on. Agreed. And really it comes back to what you said in your rant, Kat. Like, I love this sport and I hate the fact they look like fools. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be, I want to be all in. I want to be a cheerleader. I don't want to have to talk about this crap. Yeah. Well, with that, we will see you next time on the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. Make sure you use those codes at mobilitymovement.com and rxmarket.com. See you next time. Like and subscribe. Bye. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Um